What's up guys and welcome back to Unlock Your Potential Podcast. Today I'm interviewing a very special guest, Leah. She owns Inward Bound Yoga Studio. I'll let her introduce herself and she can explain a little bit what she does. So, hey Leah. Hi, thank you for having me. Um, Yeah, so my name is Leah White and I recently, actually with my twin sister Jamie, um, opened Inward Bound Yoga and Wellness. Um, last summer so we're coming up on a year of it being open Um, we teach yoga and we also do energy healing work at the studio it's a small space Um, just usually a maximum of 10 students at a time for group classes so it's a very kind of like a like a curated yoga experience where we can really give individual attention to wherever our students are at in their yoga practice so yeah so yeah. it definitely makes it a lot more personable than yeah. other yoga studios, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's it very much um, is drawing in types of students who are you know of all levels, right? right? So some people who have never taken yoga before, and others who are very far and deep into their yoga practice, and you know anywhere in between. Mm-hmm. So. So energy healing. Mm. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? I've I've maybe heard about it, but I don't know too much about it. Yeah. Okay. So um, it's really working with the subtle body, right? So you have your physical body, Mm -hmm. um, the space that we take up, but our bodies are also made up of energy. So um, energy healing would be getting down to that subtle energetic level of an individual's existence and trying to balance out what we call chakras or wheels of energy that mm-hmm. are at different points in the body. Um, so for energy work, I initially, you know, I did my yoga teacher training. So we had um, kind of like an introduction to the chakra system. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I started connecting with that sense of my being and how you know, slight imbalances of like how I was feeling physically or emotionally, oftentimes it could tie back to, you know, an energy imbalance. Um, So I first became um, a Reiki. Have you ever heard of Reiki? Yeah, yeah. Um, A Reiki practitioner. And um, I did a couple of levels of that. And then I got into pranic healing, which is using prana. Okay. Life force energy. To balance out your energetic body so and I love I I do love pranic healing so and and really I mean when we talk about whether it's Reiki or you know craniosacral therapy or pranic healing these are all different energy healing modalities there's also like access bars and any number of other um, I guess qigong is one there are so many modalities but it's really about finding what you connect with Mm -hmm. and doing it your way so it comes down to you know the individual knowing yourself right tuning in to sense where there's imbalances and oftentimes you know partnering with a practitioner to help you tune in to you know what needs attention so so who comes to reiki like what who benefits from that i mean really anyone i um i actually gosh the first time that i had reiki done i was probably I was like 23 years old wow. and someone who I worked with, you know, at this point I was working at an investment firm mm-hmm. and she was, um, 
such a beautiful individual. She was from Brazil and she was, you know, at that point in time, much more open than I was to this like world of energy and healing yeah. and that kind of thing. So, um, I forget what was going on at the time. Maybe I like went through a breakup. Okay. I broke up with my boyfriend and I was just like feeling pretty down. And my friend Clarissa mentioned, Hey, you know, I've had a lot of, um, positive experiences with this Reiki practitioner. And I was like, what the heck is that? Well, I went in for a couple of sessions, but it was like for, you know, to be honest, I had no idea what to expect or even what was going on because my frame of reference was, you know, much different then, but I felt lighter. I felt the benefits of it. He was able to, you know, intuitively tune into some very, um, traumatic, well, traumatic and specific things Mm -hmm. that were going on with my body. For example, he was like, what's going on with your period? Like we didn't, we didn't sit to, I didn't know him. We didn't talk, but I, I had what was called Greaves disease, which yeah, a thyroid disorder. Yeah. So I literally hadn't, I hadn't gotten my period for like two years because. So that's Amoria, right? Yes. I, and you know, I, at the same time was going to a lot of different doctors because obviously there's a balance, right? Between addressing what's going on symptomatically and, the root cause. Yeah, and then getting to like what's causing it. But he was like, what's going on with this? Okay. Well, there's an imbalance between this and he, you know, he did his thing, but I was able to overcome Graves disease. They, they, um, the specialist that I went to, I guess it was an endocrinologist, um, you know, and I was at a very reputable mm-hmm. organization. I went like into the city, um, met with a specialist and he wanted to do like a radioactive iodine treatment to essentially destroy my thyroid. Yeah. And then replace it with a like hormone therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That is so crazy. Yeah. Imagine that actually, um, somebody I knew a few weeks ago, she had her thyroid taken out mm-hmm. Yeah. And now she's on thyroid medication the rest of her For life. The rest of her life. But you know, I was talking to my friend and I said, well, what's going to happen when that medication isn't available anymore? And then what are the, you know, what was causing the problem in the first place? Yeah. So when, at that time, I'm 23 years old, okay? I was working, mm-hmm. you know, probably 12 hours a day at an investment firm. I was waking up at 4.30 in the morning to run, go to the gym, Stress. exercise, going Stress. out after work, yeah. getting home at 3 a.m., mm-hmm. drinking alcohol, probably not eating enough. So I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Before, like, I hear what you're saying, and I totally get that there's a problem, and that is that is a solution. How about taking a look at what, like, my lifestyle, can I make modifications? Yeah, because at 23, yeah. you yeah. probably didn't realize I unless was, somebody no. told you. Right, you know? and, like, you're invincible. I mean, a lot of people think they're invincible for a long time, and, like, we're all kind of, life brings us these challenges, these mm-hmm. like little moments to wake up to say, these are opportunities to, to, for us to kind of like ascend in our nature, how we treat ourselves. And can we improve upon how we're treating ourselves, like treating ourselves with love and kindness? You know, I was having fun, but where was the balance? It was manifesting itself in hormonal issues, in thyroid issues. So clearly that there was like a disruption there. So, but I was able to get it back in line without taking the medication. So it was, 
and that is, I guess that was probably what set me off on my kind of like wellness journey. That that point in time, holistic yeah. health, wellness, functional yeah. medicine. Yep. Yeah. It has been the topic of the past month for me yeah. because it seems like I've also been through, you know, doctor saying, here, take this pill, you know, and then you get a side effect. Well, here's mm. a pill to, to cover up that side effect. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you're taking a, a bag full of pills and you never know the root cause of it. Right. So right. Um, I recently have decided to go down the natural route and find a functional doctor yeah. and really understand the root cause. And she has already asked me questions that my doctor has never asked me yeah. before. Going back to my childhood, yeah. um, diving into relationship trauma mm-hmm. and how this could have manifested into my overall well-being yeah. and inflammation in my body. It is incredible. Our yeah. bodies are truly incredible. And really getting down to that root cause, you'll be able to prevent or reverse long-term diseases or illnesses if you get down to what is really causing this issue in my body. Some people are, you know, not some people, but like sometimes we're not ready. We're not ready to, to deal with those like energetic things that we might be holding on to, the past experiences. And that's where, you know, with like, naturopathic or like functional medicine you know in the west we we treat the the symptom right and in a lot of cases that's necessary they're absolutely you know medicine it's like a miracle and and we're really blessed with that but if we look to eastern medicine they look to prevent mm-hmm. dis-ease in the body so and what sure. am i doing yeah what am i doing that's creating dis-ease in my body mm-hmm. which leads to disease so those energetic imbalances, like you, you know, I was talking to my daughter about this just this morning, you know, she's, you know, she's only eight years old, but she's beginning to feel into, um, what, how stress manifests in her body. Well, she has a belly ache and I'm, you know, explaining to her, we need to get in touch with this. Like, what is it that's mm-hmm. making you feel this way? And do you see how you're, you feeling a certain way about whatever it is that's going in your on in your life whether you you know you're worried about it you're anxious now all of a sudden it's legit making your belly hurt so there's that connection between mind and body your cortisol levels are causing some type of imbalance which is resulting in inflammation in your body yep yeah and i i mean like you said you're gonna get her tested i also think it's really important to utilize Western and Eastern yes. medicine. Integrative. Yeah. Yes. And just take what you like, leave what yes. you don't. And love that. You don't have to be extreme with one or the other. Just know there's so many options out yeah. there. And just because your doctor's saying your blood tests are okay, um, you're healthy, you're fine, and clearly nothing's okay, like you don't feel right, then there is another option out there. Right. And, and ultimately, who is going to care more about us than us? Like, that's that point. Like, we need to take care of ourselves, not pass the buck along to somebody else. Bring in experts and gather information. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately, no one but you can really tell you what is right for you. If you 
are honest with yourself. Exactly. And sometimes it's hard to do. And yeah. it takes, it's like a journey, right? Like mm-hmm. it takes, it's like a whole exploration um, into, you know, finding out how we got to where we are. So you are so peaceful and balanced. <laughs> I don't know. I wish I could be this much at peace. Oh, well, you know, I think that um, that's part of being human, right? Yeah. Like, so we're created this way where we have these powerful thinking minds, right? <laughs> that that hold on yeah. to, that carry memory, that carry experiences, that shape us mm-hmm. into what we are today. And, you know, this gets into the idea of practicing mindfulness, but knowing right. that, like, in every single moment, we always have the opportunity to start just right here letting go or dealing with yeah. right what's happened in the past not projecting to the future or dwelling at some past state but like where am i right now what have i done in my life to get me to where i am and feeling empowered to say like okay i'm i'm going for it fully and yeah. you know i'm going to take care of myself and i'm going to in doing that guess what you do you spread that to others yeah just so, sitting in yeah. gratitude is so contagious. Yeah. And we're all just, we're all here just to be love I and know. spread love. I, that sorry. is everybody's yes. sole purpose. And you know what I love about you? Okay. I'm like getting tears in my eyes just thinking about this, but you know, I tell people about you and they see your card on mm-hmm. the board in the studio and it's like, okay, she's a personal trainer, right? She, she will help you know, you look great, but you're sitting here, you have such depth of character and there's a, the essence of you shines through. You're, we're so many things, right? But you know, your mind, someone's mind when you hear like a personal trainer might say, okay, well it's surface level. You're anything but surface level. So, you know, you're working on a lot of different levels. Yeah. And it doesn't need to, you don't need to have like some designation of like healer. No. So healing looks different to different people and at different times in your life. So, um, you know, it's that like our minds love to label, place labels or judgment or whatever, but it's like, just allowing things to be exactly as they are without needing to assign some title or some label or some like expectation. And that's the beauty of life too. Yeah. Like surprises are fun. And it was so surprising as I've been getting to know you, like this is, she is not just a personal, tr- there's so oh, much more to no, this. I, so really I love it. I try to pour my heart and soul <laughs> into what I do. Yeah. And it is not just training. It's, it's, yeah everything it's life it's experience it's our beings and I just every day any client I work with I just I try to spread as much love as possible yeah I feel it I feel it coming from you I see it like look I'm a yoga instructor right (laughs) I should have great posture you're sitting here like so dignified and tall and how we carry ourselves, right? It's and so important. Yeah. And you're shifting me to be like, okay, wait, hold on. Let me sit up a little bit taller. I've actually <laughs> noticed how like my posture has just improved the past like few months or a year. And yeah. I don't even notice it anymore. I just stand yeah. up more straight. And I think it's crazy because in retrospect, like February of last year was one of the worst points of my entire life. And now 
I just finally feel like light and love <gasps> after being through so much past trauma a year ago, mm. you know, this month. And again, that's when I was going to doctors. They were telling me, you know, I thought I had a thyroid problem because I had a lump in my throat mm. and it was actually stress and it was adrenal fatigue because my body was under like shock trauma. It was just a very bad time. I, I had pan panic disorder so bad I couldn't even leave the house. So again, I wanted to ask you mm. for some breathing exercises if mm. anybody else would oh. be able to benefit from that. Oh because, yeah. So I thought you'd be okay, the first person. So there's person. so much to say here. Yeah. Um, number one, like, I was 40, 40 years old. Okay. The first time I had a panic attack. Okay. And, you know, you might know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I felt for three hours like I was, like, imminently dying. Like, I was yeah. going to die. You feel like you're going to die. You know, afterwards, like, getting out of it, um, there were a couple things. Like, number one almost feeling gratitude because I went through so many decades and hearing about like people with anxiety or yeah. oh panic and, and you were and like I, right and even as a yogi judging being like mm, what's that's not a thing it's not me thing. I'm yeah. I, uh, somehow I have managed to avoid that yeah but it anyone is susceptible I reflected back and understood why mm -hmm. <laughs> in retrospect my nervous system was totally shot yeah and your body after a while, it just cries out. So, um, and then you take action. So I think, you know, for me, um, I felt it in my throat space as well. Yeah. Um, so we can, we can talk about breathing techniques for sure. Cause mm -hmm. that's huge. But sometimes you have to just talk it out. Yes. Okay. That's if you have a blocked throat mm -hmm. chakra, that means that you yes. need to talk Yes. and say something. And, and, and also tune into what it is that you have to say. Mm -hmm. If we aren't creating space in our lives to know who we are, like mm -hmm. not everything that's going on on the outside, but like tuning in at a much like deeper level to say, where am I at? Like, at what, where is that disease coming from? And, and then reframing your mind, your, your life from that space. But for me at that time, when I was dealing with the, with, the throat chakra. Yeah, you blocked. have the same thing. I, yeah, I couldn't eat. I couldn't. I literally couldn't chew and then swallow my food. I felt like I was going to choke. Yeah, that's exactly um, how I felt. So what helped me was mantra. Have you ever heard of mantra? It's a like a, a saying. Yes, yeah, you could say like mantra could be like I am love. Yeah. Or so hum. I am like that. an affirmation. An affirmation. Yeah. But mantra and repeating mantra whatever the words that you choose yeah right? prayer mantra yeah yes. you know whatever right you now and what i did was i used it's called japa meditation so yeah. you choose a mantra mm -hmm. a saying and then you use mala beads which is a string of 108 beads mm -hmm. to say a mantra 108 times and then maybe another 108 times wow. but when i said it let's say that my mantra was so hum you say, so hum, so hum, Re with a lot of energy and pride, and you're working on that throat. So you're, yeah. you're speaking with confidence, you're finding, and it's weird, like right? Like your voice, yeah, almost. Right, but, so when you're sitting here saying a mantra, and you're like, you're taking that, maybe it takes, depending on how long the mantra is, 
maybe it takes almost 10 minutes to go around a set of mala beads. And you're in that time, you're hearing yourself. You're like, this is weird. I'm saying this. And you're like tuning into that. But then you feel into, to, you know, the strength that's coming from your throat, the vibration, (laughs) the words that you're putting out there. So words have energy. That's why we choose our thoughts carefully, right? Mm -hmm. Because they have energy. And then when we speak them, there's that much more energy. And then you're like literally creating your reality with the words that you speak because you're putting energy out there into the universe. So mantra work really helped me get clarity mm-hmm. um, with who I am, confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, because it probably reprogrammed your subconscious yeah, mind. Yeah, right? because yeah, the, the mind is a powerful thing where we kind of like get into thinking patterns or ruts, Mm -hmm. right? And so when we reframe it with something positive, like a positive affirmation, mantra, like this is all, these are all beautiful opportunities to, okay, let's do breath work though. Okay. Um, Yeah, but though that is so key because I used to write things I was grateful for every morning. And now it's crazy because anytime I go through like a mini trauma or something like a challenge in my life, my mind will instantly go to gratitude and what I have, not what I lost. Oh my gosh. And I'm like all that stuff or all that uh, reprogramming I did back in 2020 has manifested throughout the years. And I'm like, I feel like a whole different person. Yeah. Even when you speak to water, have you ever seen this water? Oh no. Tell me. No. Okay. (laughs) Like, um, I don't know. I saw a video the other day and it was the water molecules look differently when people would, were speaking positively to it. Oh. So it really does show that words yes. carry energy. Mm-hmm. A vibration and it shifts. Yeah. yeah. And how we can attract people that are on our vibrational frequency. I know. probably Which is why we're sitting yeah. with each other I know. this morning or this, this, this afternoon, like wherever we're at. All yeah. your verbiage, probably. <laughs> I love it. I love, love, love it. So yeah. we'll also talk about breath work. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know Leah is also my client, so she is dealing with elbows, right? Yeah. Right now, I guess you, would, I guess it would technically be called like a tennis elbow, some kind yeah. of, um, kind of like overuse. Right. right. So obviously I do a lot of yoga, um, and strength training too. Like yeah. I love holding weights and mm-hmm. working with them that way, but you know, um, I'm pausing, right? And and sometimes that's hard to do. I know, because like, I'm dealing with the same thing. Yeah. Because I'm having really bad stiffness of my joints, mm. and I think it has something to do with overuse. Like I said, I don't know. Some right. type of inflammation's going on. Yes. But you had something going on too, and I'm like, you know what? This would be a perfect time for us to just sit down, yeah. reflect, relate, and just... Just get in tune with rest and yeah. how important it is. Yeah. And look at the bigger picture. Yeah. It's it's hard to it's hard to be still. Yeah. Especially when you know, when you have a lot of energy and when you've kind of like stoked your inner fire, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the more that you put in, the more that propels you into a certain place. But then, you know, we find ourselves with an injury and it's it's difficult to let go of that almost like identification with who we are. Well, I am this. Yeah. Okay, well, we're everything. We're, we are literally everything. And, you know, looking at these kind of like challenges as opportunities to grow in some other way. So, um, yeah, kind of finding that stillness is a beautiful opportunity to um, 
you know, tune in in a different way and experience life in a different way. Yeah, so I think a lot of people just identify themselves as their career. Like, yeah. who are you? Well, yeah. you know, I'm a personal trainer. But no, who are you beyond a personal trainer? You yeah. Know? Well, I'm a sister, you know. I'm a daughter, you know. Um, I am somebody who likes to, you know, do something else besides just train. Yes. Like you, you're a mother, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, identify yourself beyond your profession. Yes. It's so important because you really will get lost in just being almost a, I don't know what's the word. Uh, um, uh, you are, you're some expectation yes. of what, you know, you've, you've, you have an expectation of yourself and now that's how people are defining you. Like, oh, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden my brain's telling me I need to live up to this expectation of others day. think that, that that's what I am. And there's beauty too in knowing that, you know, when we get still, and I know you've done work in, in stillness as well, I can see it in you, I see the essence of you, and I think you see the essence of me, where we can get to a point where we are beyond that egoic sense of the I, what I am versus you, what makes me different than you, and we see, we feel a connection between the essence of our being, that like universal connection yeah. where, you know, you're not necessarily, you are Sally sitting in front of me and I am Leah sitting in front of you, but you feel that with that quietness and if you can take the time to kind of develop that. We are one. Yeah, we are one. Is that what you're going to yeah, say? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I know. Is that yeah. weird? And that's beautiful because ultimately we're all little like rays Orbs of, of sunlight from that. Yeah. <laughs> source that like that unites us all uh-huh. and and that that finding that connection in life yeah wow what a joy that is it's beautiful yeah it really so is so all of a sudden we don't need to have elbows and joints that work like yeah. I used to <laughs> I'm like I'm 22 years old do I have right. arthritis and and you know and and with and with yoga too okay this is and this is not meant to like bring it down but some say that the point of yoga is to prepare yourself for death. I love that. Yeah, and we're in the we're in physical bodies. So when we're identifying as a body that, you know, looks great, feels great. Right. Okay. Maybe we have that for a time in our, you know, sunrise and like part of our life and even like in our middle age part of our life. But, you know, I'm 45 years old. I'm beginning I feel different. Um and being able to gently roll into that space where if all we're doing is identifying with you know that physical sense of our being we're not prepared to no. move on to where we're going no. and people don't want to talk about it well <laughs> when we die i know this is the kind yeah. of sound <laughs> oh my god how did i bring us here to death but here we go <laughs> when you die i've heard that you actually feel how you've made everybody else feel so you see every single situation in your life from every perspective does that make sense and you're gonna feel it and you're gonna see it so if think about how you treat people every day and if you treat somebody poorly just know you will see and feel that yourself when you die karma that's how I look at life. Yeah. So I never say anything or do anything that I want to feel again if it's bad. And that takes, number one, yes, I totally, yeah. I, I totally agree with that. 
it's easier said than done. Oh, it yeah. takes discipline. Because, yeah. And uh, and because you know we're we're like well, only human. I'm singing a perfect. song that my daughter like was at you know this morning on the way to school. Right. She's like, play the Jonas Brothers, only human. But like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we are we are only human. Yeah. And noticing like, but we do it with training and keeping like coming back to um, those practices where we we remind ourselves like what's the point we want to be a good person we want to spread goodness because there's power in that like absolutely at the end of the day yeah (laughs) and I mean there's always going to be a time where you know you you lash out irrationally you know but I'm just saying for the majority of the time to just be more mindful I know we've touched on this about how you treat others and just be like what would you want somebody treat you like that because in the end I really do believe you're going to see it from every perspective. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you agree <laughs> in that? You know, I I was raised um, in a religious way. Uh-huh. Um, in, and that shaped perhaps some of my views. Or maybe I was told what my views were for mm-hmm. a while. And then for a while, I kind of like got away from that. Like, right. No, no, no system's going to tell me what to think. And I yeah. was like totally anti it. And then, you know, I kind of came back. And I accept it all, but, but like by and large, what I do accept is that responsibility that we have to treat others with kindness and that it will come back to us. So I, I do believe that. And I believe religion is trying to do the right thing and treat everybody with respect. Yes. And there's beauty in that. Like that's, that's what it's all about. (laughs) So, you know, everybody has their right to believe in what they want to believe. That doesn't mean I'm going to treat you any differently. Yes. I think it's beautiful that everybody believes in something different, honestly. Yeah. And that's what makes us all one. Yeah. There's room for everything, whatever, because we're all different iterations Mm -hmm. of like that human experience. We don't have the same background necessarily, but the more that we, you know, focus on, our differences Mm -hmm. like and and try to like label ourselves as something different or special like we're all different and special and whatever's serving you you should be allowed to pursue yeah as long as it's like you know not getting in the way of another but like yeah it's it's beautiful when you can be in a space where you're just accepting others for exactly where they are no matter what yeah yeah. And I think religion really drives some people apart from people. And it's really mm-hmm. sad. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, coming back to we are all one. And, you know, you should believe in whatever you want to believe. And let me believe in whatever I want to believe. And that's that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, I like having conversations with people, too. To, me like, too. take your ego out of it. Like, no, I'm I, not in, like, a... Um, you know, there's a healthy debate, you know, you can learn from it, but taking that like need to be right out of it, mm-hmm. it's nice to hear others' perspectives. Yeah. So like there is yeah. no right and wrong answer. Yeah. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I'm like, you know, even just like last week, I thought I I thought I knew the best way to do something. I won't say exactly what it was, but someone like challenged me and it probably took me like a good three days to be like, oh, okay, yeah. He was right. <laughs> and now I'm going to, that. now I see it that way. And it didn't serve me before to do it, uh, you know, his mm-hmm. way. And, you know, maybe it still serves the next person to do it the way I used to yeah. do it. So, um, yeah, 
it's it's nice to not be attached to any one way of doing things and you know allow You're limiting our... yourself really yeah, right to be in the flow of life yeah. like every single day we change every moment we change that's what like that's one of the like certainties of life that things are going to change the, the future is constantly yeah. changing yeah and we're gonna die that's the other certainty <laughs> <laughs> So, so live it up while you can. Yeah. Live, We're just here to fully. experience. Yeah. I'm not scared to die. No. I'm oh. here to experience and oh. love and yes. just be. Oh you gosh. know? You are <laughs> so wise. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. You're so easy to talk to. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, like, um, this is like only our second full conversation I together. I know. You're just so easygoing and you're energy is contagious and just so pure and wholesome and genuine and you know what they say what you like what you see in me is is, what you see in yourself yeah it's a reflection of you every (laughs) (laughs) yeah every compliment that you give somebody is actually a reflection of what you see in yourself they say Mm. and anything negative you say to somebody is also a reflection of what you see in yourself have you heard that yes yeah I've never heard something more true. Yeah, it is. It really is. I mean, and like to to live um, life yeah. in this, like holding this perspective. And it's like I have such deep gratitude for that, right? So when, when you know, I'm talking to my daughters about gratitude. I'm like, let's do a gratitude journal. Write yeah. down the things at the end of the day. And we'll, you know, my one daughter's like, I'm thankful for my awesome dog and yeah. my good grade and my and this you know comfortable house we live in mm-hmm. but ultimately finding gratitude in the little things how about yeah. our senses yeah the like, little holy yeah. cow yeah not what you have compared to what someone else might have or feeling sorry it's gratitude for every moment that we get to be yeah. experiencing like this our- life our hearing, our yeah. eyesight, our taste, yeah, you know, touch, like that. If you don't have that, yes. you don't experience anything, you yes. know? And, and then when we're talking about anxiety disorders, panic disorders, energetic imbalances, yeah. when you bring yourself into the gratitude, oh. <laughs> but when you bring yourself into gratitude yeah. for, for your senses, yeah. right? It brings you out of that that mind space that creates the imbalance and you can anchor yourself into you know the truth of what actually is yeah because our mind can create all kinds of shit sorry <laughs> i just cursed but, no, I don't care. Um, but it can create all kinds of things that aren't necessarily true when we bring ourselves back to our senses for example yeah um you know we can anchor in to that faith it's, you know, you could say faith, whether it's your religion or whether it's just like a knowing that knowing of yourself, that deep part of yourself that gets you out of a fear state. Yeah. Maybe it's with breath work, right? Or maybe it's with, by doing a body scan where you're bringing your attention to different places in your body. And or heighten your level yes. of consciousness. Yes. And the more that you do that, you're stoking that power within yourself, that faith within yourself, that Something that's connecting you to something greater that's beyond fear, beyond fear of death. That's another thing in Western society. We have a, nobody wants to talk about it. We have a fear of death. 
And yeah. our panic comes from there. We're running away from all these things, but stillness, that's like the magic. <laughs> so, yeah. It is. Um, I heard that the other day that our society's biggest fear is death. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Sure. <laughs> and that's why we're like, you know, we're, we, we medicate ourselves yeah. or we like run away from things and we don't want to deal with like, and that's, there's no, there's literally no judgment there. No. But some people aren't ready to deal with it. And that's, you know, our souls set themselves up for the experiences that we have in life, right? To, to deal with like, you know, these circumstances that they arise. They say our souls choose our challenges yeah. when we get here. Have oh, you yeah. heard that? Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> are, we the same, are we the same person? <laughs> no, I've, I've met like five or six people this past week that think like this. Oh, that yeah. is why. Like yeah. I must be on like the same vibration as oh, you. Yeah. Like attracts like. Yeah. Yeah. There is so much truth to that. Yeah. And, um, they also say anxiety is in the future. Depression is in the past. Yeah. So your depression is actually from past and whatever you're anxious about is anything in the future. Yes, absolutely. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, let me just take that in for a second. What do you think about that? A million percent. Yeah. 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 And so if you're just sitting in the still moment, another thing the the endermologist told me is a way to be completely 100% present in the moment is to close your eyes and to okay it's a lot okay I don't know don't don't even say it's gonna be out there because you're talking to me (laughs) I, I might sound weird if I say it okay act like your eyes are not attached to your brain when you close your eyes and you can't can't think about anything else Isn't that crazy? Oh, I'm there. (laughs) (laughs) You're so fun. I love it. (laughs) I am so happy we met. Oh my gosh, I am too. I mean, when are we meeting again? (laughs) No, it's it's just amazing. You're a gift. You're a gift to me, and I'm just so grateful for you. Yeah. You too. Yeah, grateful beyond words. Oh. (laughs) They say. The present is a gift. That's why they call it the present. Mm, amen. Yeah, right? Oh, namaste. Like, oh, gosh. <laughs> it's just so, so great. Everything is so good. I'm really just truly so thankful that we, you know, just came into each other's lives. Yeah. I think there's definitely a reason for that. Yeah. Yeah. We, we deserve that. <laughs> so, real quick, breath work before yeah. we end this. Yeah. Do you want me to lead you in something? Yeah, like what would be the okay. best way to calm your central nervous system? Mm, well, so if you want to fight or flight, yeah, probably ratio okay. breath. So a long, smooth breath would promote calm, and it would help to like really engage in that parasympathetic nervous system, so that like rest and reset versus reset versus the sympathetic which is like fight or flight Mm -hmm. so a long smooth breath i would always encourage you to number one find a comfortable seat and sit up tall so find a long spine and reach up through the crown of your head so when we sit up tall 
Imagine like we're sitting up out of our waist. We're sitting proud and dignified. And when we sit tall like this, it optimizes our lung capacity. So we'll just begin to notice the breath first. And of course, when we bring our attention to our breath, immediately we want to change it, don't we? But just begin to tune in to this natural state of your breath. Just noticing the breath. And beginning to elongate the breath, breathing in through your nose. And breathing out through your nose too. And as you breathe in through the nose, notice the sensation of the breath as it comes in cool. And as you exhale through the nose, notice how the breath is gently warmed by the body. Just take a couple breaths here, noticing that coming in cool and then going out warm. Let's just do this. Begin to count the inhales. So maybe as you inhale fully, it might take you three counts of breath. And as you exhale through the nose, notice how many counts of breath. Maybe they're equal. Maybe you inhale three counts. And maybe you exhale three counts. Just take a couple of rounds of breath, beginning to track how many counts of breath come in on the inhale and how many counts of breath go out on the exhale. Empty that belly completely when you breathe out. And from here, we'll breathe in. Let's say it's three counts. Can we elongate that exhale by one more count? So if it, the exhale was also three, make it four counts. So we're inhaling one, two, three, maybe a little pause at the top of the inhale. And then we're exhaling one, two, three, four. Notice that space between the exhale and the inhale. Inhaling three, two, one, and pause. One, two, three, four, for the exhale, and breathing in three counts. And breathing out four counts. And maybe on the next round of breath, you increase that exhale by one more count. Can you breathe out for five counts? And breathe in for three counts. Let's just do this for a few more rounds of breath. Breathing in, filling up. Breathing out, emptying and elongating that exhale, emptying completely. And then as you're ready, just finding your natural breath, 
And if your eyes aren't open already, just begin to, as you're ready, flutter open the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> like, that was like truly like a yoga experience right there. Well, yoga is not just about the asana or the movement. It's very, very, the, the true yogis are doing little asana and they're oh, wow. finding it in other ways. And every moment in our lives can be yoga. You know, personal training can be yoga. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. I've heard that. You really don't need a mat and, no. you know, full class to do yoga. You can literally do yoga like sitting in a chair just yeah. by deep breathing. Totally. Yeah. And you can hit different core muscles that you can't get during exercises yeah. by doing deep breaths. Oh, yes. You said that to me when we met last time, I think. During training? Yeah. Yeah, you were talking about the breath and you were like, yeah, like really exhale all the way. And then there's nothing like that that can work your in abdominal muscle. Yes. So mm-hmm. I've been implementing that into my practice too. Also so endurance. It yeah. can dramatically improve your endurance just by deep breathing. Yeah, it's amazing. You, know, you don't need to be doing hours of cardio to improve your endurance. Like how beautiful is that? Whoa. That's incredible. Yeah, man. Like these... these um, these things that we think, like these expectations or these like things that the mind thinks it's like this equals that, that's not necessarily the case. So it's, yeah, yeah it's I so love learning new things. I do <laughs> I've actually made it um, like a little, I guess, goal of mine is to learn something new before 7 a.m. every day. Ooh. I get up at 4, so maybe it's like a little oh my too gosh. extreme. Can you, can you text me when you wake up? I want to wake up earlier. That. Are you up <laughs> No, I want to be. I used to be, but I'm not anymore. I've texted you at like 6, though, and you're up. Oh, oh yeah, I have. Yeah. yeah. No, I will. <laughs> okay, I love that. Oh, my gosh. You're such a gift. I love you, Sally. <laughs> Let's end on that, because this was such an amazing podcast. Yeah. I know you got to get going, but thank you so much for being on today. Thank and, you. Thank um, you. If you want to list the Instagram of Inward Bound. Oh, yeah. So I guess we're Inward Bound PA. That's our Instagram handle. and website. The website is www. Do you say that anymore? Dot inwardboundpa. No, that dot works. Com. Good. Yeah. So. So yeah. if you guys are in the Westchester area, definitely check out Inward Bound Studio Yoga Studio with Leah and Jamie, the most awesome instructors Aww. I've ever met. Oh my Best gosh! Yoga bless studio you. Thank ever. you so much. Of course. <laughs> And, um, well, that's where we'll leave it today. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to rate this podcast and follow Sally.PoolFitness on Instagram. Love you guys.